in the San Francisco Bay Area, Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this. Stop, stop, stop. Ow! Yeah, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down a spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike, that's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another, and we catch up. Mike sent me a really gross text message this week. What? What did I send? It was about a person in a wheelchair and Beyonce, and I was like... I actually didn't read... It was so long, I forgot about it. I I can't read this right now. I don't know what I was doing. What's gross about it? It was basically about a story that we talked about. I know, but I don't want to think about Beyonce and wheelchairs during my vacation time. Your vacation time? What? Yeah, Monday through Saturday, my vacation yeah. time. <laughs> when I'm not doing the show. <laughs> How are you? What's what's going on? Oh, so it was a big birthday week. You know, I have a friend named Michael, and I have a friend named Mercedes. We're all friends, and they share a birthday. So we went to dinner at this really nice restaurant, very nice hip restaurant in L.A. called The Heart and the Hunter. And so I show up on the, you know, predetermined time on Wednesday. And parking in that part of town is ridiculous. But I actually happened to find street parking that was perfectly legal right next to the restaurant. So I was like so excited I just parked right away, you know. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. You don't know what you don't know what's going on. Did and then I run into the hotel, and then I think to myself, I go, I may not have parked correctly. And so, actually, from where we were in the restaurant, you could see my parking spot, and it was all it, Mike. It was the most ridiculous parking spot. It it looked like I just parked in the middle of the street. That's how far away from the <laughs> curb I was. So I was like, oh, I better go um, fix that, right? Mm-hmm. So then, as I walk into the car, these cops pull over this car full of Mexicans right next to me. like, And two or three cops do it, too. I'm like, oh, fuck. They're going to see how far away I am. Meanwhile, they're like, literally, it's like, they're, they're dragging him out of the car. Like, they're going to, like, arrest him. And I'm yeah. thinking they're going to stop. Like, wait, hold on. The, their lives are in danger. And you're like, they're going to they're gonna look at me. It's yeah. going to be about me. I know. I'm such a narcissist. They're going to be like, freeze. Wait. Hey, Middleton, do you see what I see? That car is like a 19 inches clearly from the curb. Yeah. You can go ahead, sir. We're going to write this guy a ticket. So, right? so anyway, I don't know. It's just you see a cops and your car is not parked correctly. So I'm like, I wouldn't say running because I can't run. But more like making a fast walk to my car. Because they're literally, Mike, they, they're like basically leaning on my car. They're right there. Right. Well, I know this is a problem in Los Angeles. I don't know if there's a problem in other places, but there's a big problem in Los Angeles where the trees, the roots are just turning the sidewalks all up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was such in a hurry Uh-oh. that I, like, tripped on one of those upturned sidewalks. And Did actually, you f- I, went to the ground? I, like, my foot twisted. My foot, like, full oh, on no. twisted. And I sounded like Donna Sugars. 
I was like, ah! You know, like, I just, like, and collapse onto the ground. And, of course, you know, all the cops turn, you know, and think, oh, hey, look at that fat guy trying to get up, you know? So you went all the way down? No, just, like, my knees. Okay. Wouldn't be the first time I did that in front of a cop. Wink. Anyway, um... Nobody's buying it. Wink. I don't know. I'm confused. Okay. So then... I get up and I, I'm super embarrassed and I, I move my car really fast. And of course, now I'm like on top of the curb because I want to be so close. <laughs> and I go back to the dinner, right? And everything's <laughs> fine. Now, we're going to come back to the dinner story right now, but I just want you to know everything felt fine. When I got home, as soon as I took my shoe off, I only wore one shoe that day. No, as soon as I took my shoes off, <laughs> my foot like swelled up. Yeah. And I was in so much pain. I couldn't walk the next day. It was horrible. And I um, my I think I actually twisted my neck because of it. And so, like, I've been spent – now my neck I, – I took some major pain medication yesterday, and I feel fine. But um, – It's kind of weird you just said this story because I have a friend who is an EMT. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me a story about him doing something. He was like hiking alone or something. He snapped his ankle. And when he did it, he was like, oh, gosh, I have like three hours until this is like to the point where I can't walk on it. Oh, so he knew. Get out. Yeah, oh. he knew that, that. I guess that's a thing. That's a thing. Because oh. I, I just heard that story this week. Oh, that's funny. Because I was wondering, like, it didn't hurt at all at the dinner. Yeah. And then like it was like two or three hours later. We know we had dinner, we talked, we chatted, and then I went home. Right. That Then it like, swelled up. Oh, interesting. Okay, so I go back to the dinner, right? Now, the Heart and the Hunter, I wouldn't call it, like, an expensive restaurant, but it's an expensive restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Chris and Mercedes are there. And, look, I just historically have been to dinner with them, and Michael and Julia have been to dinner with them. And also Shannon and her boyfriend were there, okay? Yeah. And but Shannon has not really gone out to dinner with Chris and Mercedes that much. Maybe one other time. Like she doesn't really socialize with them outside of their house that much, right? So I've seen this act before, right? So basically, here's the thing. And I'm trying to find a way. I may have to like stop and repeat myself so I can edit this correctly, actually. But I don't. I know I'm going to sound like a dick, but hear me out. Basically. There's a little game that's played every time we go to dinner, especially an expensive restaurant, okay? And especially if Chris and Mercedes have invited me and or these other people, where they're going to pay, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. And in the beginning, I would do the whole, like, oh, guys, please, no. Come on, seriously, and I'd take out my credit. I would do that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't work. And Chris and Mercedes, as we've gotten older, have gotten really good at doing it. Like, they just are so good at it, right? They, like, slip away or they slip into the, the to the waiter or they just do it, right? Yeah. This happens every time. Every single time. Okay? And even before we went, I was telling my cousin, I have this gay cousin, Richard. He's a week younger than me and he's gay. Mm-hmm. I go, okay, here we go. The big show is coming. So, Chris and Mercedes, Chris, I don't know, somehow slips his credit card to the waiter. And actually, Chris and Mercedes leave the table for a bit. So, they're not there. But the waiter comes back and he drops the bill with the card. It's already run. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Michael and Julia put on this play 
which they've been to dinner with Christian Mercedes enough times to know this happens. They put on this play like, oh my god, no, no, and it, they get more intense every time. This one was a bit a doozy. But no. Christian Mercedes are not even at the table at the point. No, no. And they're, who are they acting for then? <laughs> I, I don't know. Right? Uh huh. Uh huh. No, Michael. Michael, no, we cannot let them pay. We cannot let them pay. And Michael's, you're right. I'm not going to let them pay. He's like <laughs> taking out his credit card and he's like, waiter, waiter, please unrun that card. And the waiter's like, like here's the thing. He's a waiter. Uh, he's like, okay, I'm going to do more work. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go now put, reverse the charges, make a note why I reverse the charges, put the same charges on this card. No, he's all like, dude, the waiter's like, dude, just get him next time. You yeah, know, like, the waiter said that. Yeah, he's like, just, dude, no. He's like, just get him next time. And then Chris and Mercedes come back, and they're like, no, no. It's like, it's just so awkward. I so hate that. It's one of those, it, the birthday thing actually helps me kind of understand why, though. Maybe, like, this was Michael and Julia thinking, we'll get them for their birthday. So now they feel like they have to do something to cover Mercedes' birthday. But it's Michael's birthday and Mercedes' birthday. Yeah, so, like, maybe there should be some give and take. Because this way, it was all give, no take. So, like, I don't know. I understand that maybe they wanted to split this one or do something. I, I understand the sentiment. I guess what it's hard to get across is, Michael, Mike, myself and Michael and Julia have been to dinner with Chris and Mercedes a thousand times. Yeah. I'm not even joking. So, this is not, like, a once-in-a-while thing. I mean, I've gone to dinner with them. A million times. So now I'm at the point now. What I do is I just very I'm very gracious and I say thank you, and then I write him a very nice email after the event. Yeah, but I just don't do the game anymore. Now I do the well, game with other people. Right, 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 right. And I mean, they're at a point where they don't want to play that game. You know what I mean? Like when you cover dinner for like somebody new, like you, if they didn't thank you, you would be like, that was weird. Or if they didn't try to pay, yeah, they would think that was weird. But like, you're past that point with Chris and Mercedes, is what you're saying. Yeah, and I just write him an email. I mean, actually, Chris and Mercedes took me to a lot of meals this week. I was a very expensive date this week with them. <laughs> I had a lot of emails to write. Yeah, no, I actually just saved it all in one. <laughs> so my my story that I wanted to tell this week is kind of related to to meals. I've been doing vegan before six. Still, have you? Yes. Uh, um, not this, not this past day, but yeah, yes, every other day, yes. So I've had, I mean, huge success. Mm-hmm. Like it's so easy. I'm a fan. So easy, and so I just eat vegan before six p.m. or whenever dinner is. My dinner, I can have whatever I want. But I've been, and you're probably this way too. Like when I go to eat, like it tends to be vegan-ish, or like maybe I'll put meat on the salad that I'm gonna have. But I'm still not eating like tons of dairy and and all of that. I wouldn't say that, but I'll, you know what is funny is I'll forget that I'm not vegan. Oh, yeah. And I'll be like, oh, what am I going to have for dinner? Hmm, I guess I'll just have, you know, soy riso. And I'm like, wait a minute, I could have real chorizo. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love it. I've been really successful. There's been a few, like, hiccups this morning, for example. Um, I went to go see a movie, but before the movie, we went and had chicken and waffles. Mm-hmm. And so it was like an event like i i wanted to go and have chicken and waffles mm-hmm. so i'm just eating vegan the rest of the day so like that one meal that i ate um i had it unvegan and then the rest of the day i'll be vegan so see you're unlike me i had chinese food for lunch and i was like fuck this i'm gonna have the honey lemon chicken you know or whatever and i'm like yeah. and i'm gonna have hot dogs for dinner <laughs> hot dogs sound really good actually i know but, that's why i was like i want hot dogs 
Um, so I've been I've been doing it, and like weight wise, I'm not really. I mean, if I lose you know some weight, I'd be happy. But like, I'm doing it more just for health. So um, weight wise, I haven't seen any difference. Uh, body fat though has gone down a little bit because oh, I have this you. like Fitbit scale. Um, so I just stand on the scale every. Do you morning remember the and... time that you were at my apartment, and I had that scale that measured your body fat? And okay. Mike, I was like. Mike, this scale is broken. Uh, it's supposed okay. to run electricity through your body and tell you your body fat. And remember, I go, look. And I step on the scale and it went like, error. It went, err, right? And then you're like, do you remember this? Vaguely, yeah. And then, and then like, I step on it. You stepped on it and it was like, you know, 15%. I don't know what it said, right? And I was like, uh-huh. what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awful. That's awful. Um, so I have this like smart scale. So I just stand on it once every morning, and then it uploads my numbers to my Fitbit.com profile, so I can see like any changes that happen and what have you. Look at you. Yeah. What else is going on in LA? Um. So I'm sure you heard, but there was a pretty sizable earthquake. On a handful of them. Yeah, uh, all you know, centered where you grew up. You yeah, know, La Habra. And where I spent like Brea La Habra, yeah, and I spent uh, a large amount of time growing up there as well. And what's funny is, I was. This is actually a weird story, actually. So I was driving home uh, when the earthquake occurred, and I was on the phone with Richard. And I don't know if you know this, or people who haven't been in an earthquake. When you're driving, as long as, I mean, in the earthquakes I've been in, you don't feel an earthquake. Yeah. Well, I mean, if the earth moves, I mean, you're moving so much that it, like, absorbs everything into the car. Like, it doesn't really affect you. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're, you're sitting at, like, a stoplight, if you're at a stoplight, you might feel it. Yeah. So, anyway, um, I, we're driving. Richard and I are driving. And as I'm driving, it's night. It's around 930, I think. And as we're talking... This, these balls of light shoot up in the sky, and the whole sky turns blue. It what? looks like, yeah. Hear me out here. The whole sky, like the whole fucking sky, turns blue to the point. I'm not kidding. I thought there was a nuclear bomb that went off. Okay. Right, and I was freaking out, and I'm like, oh my god, there's a light, right? At the same time, Richard is screaming, going like, oh, my God, earthquake. And you have these two Jotos on the phone screaming. I'm screaming about a light, and he's screaming about the earthquake until we figure out what's going on, right? Okay. So the earthquake was a long one. So about 20 seconds later, Richard goes, you know, we're talking about the earthquake. And I tell him, well, girl, I'm like, didn't you hear me? I saw this weird light. I think it was a nuclear bomb. I don't think it's an earthquake. And Richard goes like, no. What did you see? And I describe it to him. And he goes, there's this thing called earthquake lights. What? Yes. He goes, there's these called earthquake lights. Google it, right? So when I get home, I Google it, right? It was like a myth up until 2010. Like, it wasn't verified. And in 2010, I don't know what happened, but they were able to verify it exists. Mm-hmm. But in, in earthquakes um, above 5.0 on the Richter scale... People have reported seeing what I just told you, right? And um, 
I've never heard of that. I had never life. heard of it either. I had never heard of it either. And so for a long time it was a myth, and then and then they actually recorded it. It's something natural that happens. Yeah. So the theory is, so it's been confirmed scientifically that this happens occasionally. It doesn't happen every earthquake above five point but it, it is now confirmed it can happen. And the theory is, is that when the plates move, they create such energy that these lights shoot out of the ground. Um, Were you like in the La Habra area? Uh, I was in the freeway. I was, yeah, I was like in La Puente. Like, okay, okay. And um, and it was in the area like where the earthquake would have been. And well, but then it felt like the lights came out. So these lights came out like these little balls. And then it's just the whole, imagine the whole sky was blue, like super, super, super bright blue for like half a second. And so now in a weird kind of way, and then I came home and I, you know, my my mom called me right away, by the way. And I told her what happened. Of course, they didn't believe me, you know, like, okay, right, dummy. Right. But -hmm. then I guess they were watching the news and someone said on the news um, that they saw lights and my brother's friend saw the lights. Weird. I've never heard of that. Oh, wait. You know what? Maybe I can send you the picture right... Oh, I can't send you the picture right now. I don't know how. That's crazy. Oh, wait. I can uh, send you on Facebook. Are you on Facebook right now? Um. Yeah. Hold on. It could be. Or why don't you just... Oh, not, I want to show you the exact one that I saw, so don't don't Google it. I mean, I guess you can Google it, but some of them are done. I'll show you... Exactly, but there's, there's a couple that show... I put Google into Google. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, that happens like over a million times a year. People Google search the word Google. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you get like a link? Yeah. At parano- paranoidnews.org. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they. I mean, that's, that's what I saw. Yeah. That's crazy, Joe. Yeah. So anyway, there have been a number of aftershocks for whatever reason, because I was on painkillers last night. and then I've A been, lot I- of aftershocks, like. A dozen, I've, like sizable ones, right? I've felt zero. I've felt no tremors in the past two weeks. It's been a long time since I felt an earthquake. I shouldn't say anything watching this giant earthquake right now. Thanks. But, um, no, I've, I've felt none of these earthquakes. I was driving or I've been out or whatever. So, no earthquakes for Joe. What's going on with you? What's going on in the Bay Area? Well, not a lot. It's actually been really boring. I've been catching up on this Breaking Bad. Have you ever heard of this? I haven't Breaking started Bad it yet. Television show. Um, it's all on Netflix, so you should get started. I'm on the last season now, but um, I've also started. Um, I don't know. Wait, wait, wait! Talk- Before you get in, I want to say something. It's so funny you're saying this. I was just having this conversation with uh, my cousin Richard, which is I was saying that one of my character flaws, one of many, by the way, is that when people recommend something to me, the more you recommend it and the more passionate you are about it, the the less I want to see it. So when so people have been so like Jose and all these people have been so like watch Breaking Bad. The more they do that, I just can't watch it. I have to discover things on my own. I think because there's this other podcast um, called Professor Blastoff that several people have been like passionate about recommending to me, and the more they recommend, it, I just I just don't want to listen. Yeah. Anyway, um, we might have talked about this already. I'm not sure, but I've started doing this consulting job, side job for. Um, no, I don't know anything about this. Really? Yeah, I don't know anything about this. Uh, for UCSF, I'm doing like social media consulting and design work. So I've um, for a, a, a cancer drug that they are starting clinical trials for people with diabetes. Um, 
but I and mean, that's all boring. But this past week, I've been doing a lot of that. How do you design. do social media for that? Are you like tweet your favorite picture of cancer hashtag diabetes cancer? Like, how do you do it? Well, like the goal of the social media campaign is to get uh, the 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 online community of people with diabetes talking about the value of clinical trials. So just getting the I'm, advocates that are out there talking about I have why. a really good idea. I Go have a on Grinder. This is going to be offensive. <laughs> Go on Grinder. Yeah. As a fake person. Okay. And then right when it gets hot and heavy, tell them, "Do you know anything about the link between cancer and diabetes?" I know well, a company that does that. It's really good. Well, it's not that's not exactly what we're doing. But anyway, um this last week I've had to do a bunch of illustration. Um so drawing different things and like it, every piece of this project has to go through a board um of people that give feedback and I'm really bad at taking feedback. I don't know if you know. Uh. So um like I drew for example um they don't want to buy uh like stock photos so I'm drawing everything. So it's like draw a woman for the front page. So I draw a woman and then the feedback is like she needs to be younger. Like, ah, uh, should have said that before I drew her. So then I draw a younger woman. Then I drew a map. And then they're like, we need more green in the map. So, like, I had to change the, the map. And then the most recent request for art was to draw a pancreatic beta cell. <laughs> and so, I, like, I did Did you make good... them funny? Like, here's a pancreatic brain. And it's, like, a, a funny picture of a pancreatic brain cell. No, like a dildo. Oh, that's a good idea. Dildo-ship. So, but I drew it, and the critique, I'm not even joking, Joe, the critique that came back from the board was that the pancreatic beta cell that I drew, nobody would know what it is. I was like, it's a pancreatic beta cell? Like Nobody ever knows what that is? Nobody's ever going to know what that is? Pancreatic so, like, beta cells don't know what it is? I, I asked for, like, more specific feedback or, like, an option of, um, or, like, an example of what they want it to look like. But in the meantime, I also, like, drew like the chemical makeup of the drug for, for the trial. And I submitted that and they liked that and that worked. Have you ever drawn that little turtle? You know, the turtle wearing like the cap for the, like learn to draw classes. Yeah. I don't think so. Maybe as a kid, I might've, cause I was in like the back of every magazine. Yeah. You should draw that. Say that's a pancreatic beta cell. Submit that. That's a good idea. Um, It's funny though. This job, I'm like just, the design guy and social media guy and i'm used to being also like the web development person so we're on telephone calls and their web guy is like lazy as fuck so they will like request things and i know that they are things that can be done but they will be difficult to do right Mm -hmm. so like for example they're like can you move the search bar so it's like way up in the header meaning like out of this like widgeted area and in like would require you to edit code so i knew i know it's possible i just know it's difficult and his response is like i could do that but i think it'll be really confusing to users (laughs) like any anything that's difficult he's always like i could do it but i don't think it'll look good or i don't think that'll work well does he charge is he like because if you could charge them, and they could charge them for more money, right? Yeah, well, he's – I don't know the exact setup of his contract work, but, like, my contract work is one flat fee for the entire project. So um, he's just building he, – I would guess he's building the website for one fee, and this is part of the process. So I don't think he's charging per, like, 
hour worked or anything. Hmm. Yeah. Have you have you looked any? Have you met any of these people? Yeah. Um. We've had. I mean, UCSF is not too far from me, so we've had a couple meetings. Um. Are any of them hot? No. Mm-mm. It sounds like you're hesitating. Well, no. I don't want to say this on here. <laughs> the doctor who's running the clinical trials is kind of sexy to me. But he's like sexy, older man, dad, sexy. Uh, it's so funny that you say that. Um, I'm working on a very big Marianne project right now. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys who's working on it is like older man. Like I have a crush on him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if he's single, if he's gay. And I have a crush on him. His name's Jeremy. Um, You should go after it. No wedding ring. No, he doesn't talk about his kids or anything. I didn't notice. I'm not like that. I don't notice oh. those things. I notice wedding rings a lot. Um, and, well, I, I notice it all. Like, if you start talking about kids, it's obvious you have, I don't know. He I, didn't talk about kids. It's all been strictly business, me and him. Oh. That means he's not interested. Oh, he's not interested <laughs> in me. No. I know. I gotta, I gotta manifest this. I gotta put the man in manifestation. <laughs> Um, what's going on in the Bay Area, Mike? Any news? Well, I saw this news story, and I thought you might want to talk about it. Sure. Um, and maybe you'll elaborate in a second, but or maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but up here uh, this past uh, weekend, um, last night actually, a delivery man who was delivering pizza and chicken wings was robbed. Uh, he walked into the uh, Western edition of this this neighborhood that's kind of like projects or mm-hmm. low income housing at least that's weird they're delivering chicken and pizza wings oh not pizza wings pizza and chicken wings to a low income housing project hmm. so these two guys robbed the pizza guy they basically confronted him at the gate and they were they said they'll pay right there and the guy was like he told them how much and they were like oh that's too much why don't you come back to our apartment we need more cash and so the pizza guy was like, mm, this is weird. And so he turned to walk away. And that's when they grabbed the pizza and the wings. And that's it. And they left. So, and first this, of all. this was a news story? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this happens all the time. Do you think so? Yeah. I don't, th- I don't think that it happens a lot. And w- I think what the the angle that this news story tried to take was – that these robbers only stole food. So it's like some crooks are hungry for your money and some are hungry for your pizza. But don't you think that you would just order, if you're going to do that, you might as well go for broke and like order like seven pizzas and more wings and a two liter yeah, bottle? Yeah, I think, I think that you are assuming that these guys ordered this food. I, th- I oh. think that it's probably they just were there and the guy Meanwhile, in you and- know what? Now I'm pissed because now there's a me... Yeah, <laughs> who just wants to yes. have his pizza and wings and watch an episode of Shark Tank? Yeah, and these knuckleheads ruined his <laughs> night. And you know he's calling, going like, "Where are my wings? Where yeah. my pizza? I ordered this forty-five minutes ago." While heavy breathing, you're right. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait. You get your manager. I'll wait. So you, I mean, you have a, I don't know if you want to talk about this or not, but you know somebody that robbed a pizza person. I was going to bring that up. 
I know. When I saw this, I thought, oh, maybe Joe will want to. I was. I was going to bring it up. So there was a guy that worked where you and I used to work, but he preceded you, right? You didn't know him, correct? Yeah, I never met him. I don't know if he still is. He was very hot in an Eminem kind of way. Okay. Like made milky chocolate center? No, not the candy, the (laughs) wrapper. That was a good joke. (laughs) (laughs) And, um... He was so cute, and actually, to be honest with you, a really, really, really gentle, nice person. Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I think that that's kind of hot when it's like rough exterior, but then when you talk about you talk to them and they t- tell you about like their puppy that they love and yeah, and how like much super they care about their sweet mother. and a really hard worker and just a really good guy. And um. <laughs> Now get to the armed robbery. Now look, granted he is spending 30 years in prison because him and his friends did a series of robberies where they would order pizza and then lock the guy up in a trunk and take the money. Okay. Um, so now he's spending time that in jail. That seems like but... small time, right? Like how, how much money is a pizza man carrying? Well, I think I don't think it's necessary for the money. Oh, what they're doing? Well, he was on drugs. He was okay. basically a druggie and they would do whatever they, they needed to do. But um, – he was in drugs, and but you know the, the the time comes from the fact they were basically kidnapping somebody, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. So um, they would never kill them; they would just lock him in the trunk and and leave him somewhere. Okay. But um, yeah. But didn't so now you he's like prison. write him in prison or something? Well, I didn't really know the full extent of the crimes. You know, this is this is very, this is like, gosh, over ten years ago, that I was writing to him. Yeah. So this was this nice guy that I knew who I knew had a drug problem and had robbed some pizza guys. Like I, th- I thought it was stories similar to the one you told. Right. So I was like, oh, he was a good guy. And so I wrote to him, and he was still nice. And he was doing well in prison. But then once I got the internet capabilities to figure out what he did, I was like, ooh. And I stopped writing to him. And I feel badly because he told me that people would always write to him and then stop. Aww. <laughs> so you did the exact same thing that he complained about. Well, yeah, because I'm like, oh, my God, he kidnapped people. <laughs> What's going on in L.A.? What news stories did you want to tell me about? Okay, so the LAPD – I went to open my notes and I opened. Okay, so the LAPD has pretty much said that they've been collecting all license plates for an investigation. Okay, like all every license, license plate? Yes, all license So what happens is there are certain, like – um, poles on the freeway or somewhere and they have cameras on them and they record every license plate that goes by and then the cops have a, a, a device on the hood of their car that also records all the license plates that they that it, it sees, right? Okay. Now, actually, that they've known we they've had this technology for a while and it was supposed to be like when the cops on patrol it could immediately scan all the license plates for a stolen car or for like an Amber Alert or anything like that, right? And then alert him. But supposedly the data was then being erased immediately. Sure. But- or like I can see if you're driving down the street, even like – and this might be a little bit of a gray area. But you're driving down the street and your car cam or whatever picks up the license plate for somebody who has like a million outstanding tickets and or you know a warrant for their arrest or whatever. Is that too nanny state? Um, well, uh, that's basically what people are saying. People are because now they're keeping the information, and the, so obviously the ACLU, of which you are a card carrying member, not anymore. Oh, you're not. Oh, hmm. which you were a card carrying member. They're suing the LAPD because uh, they want record. They want these records released of who's 
license plates they have and whatnot. And the LAPD is trying to prevent it. Now, the LAPD is saying, look, we're doing this because in case there's an Amber Alert or like they have to track someone's movements at a certain point. So they're just keeping this information. So my question to you is, what is your opinion on this? Now, the ACLU is saying that their people's Fourth Amendment rights are being violated. I don't know the Fourth Amendment really well, but I do. I mean, like. Which amendment are you very familiar with? well basically none okay but um i i guess that the gray or the shady part is that like i'm a big fan of the third amendment you're required to like show these things so like it's and do you know what i'm saying like you're you're you can't drive and not show your license plate if you didn't want to like you have to by law show it so like it's just kind of shady that they're um mining that sort of information i don't know i don't know how i feel because like the i don't know w- what part of me but i just want to say like don't do anything wrong then <laughs> like, i know that's kind of how i feel like i'm like okay take my license plate I'm, I'm not doing anything wrong right yeah right um and then and i could see that they're very upset but then my other thing is too like i could even see being upset about this but then i'm like you know i have nieces and god forbid i'm knocking on wood no one ever kidnaps them but if they're like well we can track the amber alerts license plate but we can't because that would be you know violating that person's for them like no fucking bullshit bring that shit up i want to see where that person is yeah you know um so that's why i would be very very hesitant i would like i want them to do that again like i'm not i'm not breaking any laws so i'm not one of these privacy freaks i'm like go ahead go with my shit what are you going to find? You're going to find a picture of a guy's asshole? That lawyer sent me a picture of his asshole during the week. Um, Wait, what lawyer? Remember the, a few weeks ago I told about the lawyer that was sick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, he just randomly sent me a picture of his asshole. And he goes, you want to get together this week? And it was just, you know when you're not horny? <laughs> yeah. You're like eating scrambled eggs. Yeah. And orange I'm eating, juice. I'm eating like a, a, like a, a flourless chocolate cake, a molten lava chocolate cake. And all of a sudden this guy's fucking yeah. spokes are showing. <laughs> you're biting into the hot dog you're going to have tonight for the first time. Yeah. And it's just like all of a sudden I'm like, ding. I'm like, oh, I have a text message. I'm like, whoa. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um. So back to the slices. Oh, yeah. I, I just – I. I understand why some people are concerned about it. I just, I don't, I don't know. I feel, I feel like you feel like just don't do anything wrong then. <laughs> but I think, but, I think the argument is that this is a slippery slope, and then if you let you you let these little things, little things, little things happen, then all of a sudden there's a nanny state. Yeah. Next, we'll all have like to wear things around our neck that are license plates. Because you know, scan in England they have that CCTV or whatever or CTV. I don't know what it's called. Okay. And like basically everything in England is covered, and they have people who just monitor those TVs all the time. Okay. And they can actually talk to you through the cameras or whatever. So one time, my friend Jonathan, when he was living in England, was um, peeing. He was drunk, and he was just peeing against a wall and the lights okay. came on and they're like stop peeing <laughs> and he was like and oh then... and got, you know jonathan got super embarrassed and just ran away i'm sure and cried thank you interesting story i'm glad you brought that one up um i will keep an eye on it i wanted to talk to you about jonathan's penis or the yeah jo- all, you and jonathan things. should have a penis contest Ew. Because you know he has supposedly like a really big penis too. 
And what's funny is everyone always says you guys look alike, even though I don't see it. I think because you guys have the sad eyes. Yeah, we have similar eyes. Yeah, but um, I don't see it. But you guys both have the sad eyes and the huge penises. <laughs> um, up here in uh, Richmond, there has been this – the Richmond Police Department is starting this thing where it's going to basically – publicly shame alleged customers of sex workers by posting photos of men that were arrested in prostitution strings to their Facebook and Twitter account. And I want to know what you think about that. I think that it's similar to something that um, the Phoenix area, you know, Sheriff Joe out in Phoenix. Yeah. He does. There's a billboard off the 10 freeway where he posts the mug shots of everyone. It's like an electronic billboard. Anyone arrested for a DUI, their picture goes up on the mugshot uh, billboard. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I feel like it's it's kind of a weird thing. Like, do you think that this will, first of all, do you think this will stop anybody from going to see a prostitute? But then second of all, is I don't, is prostitution like this big of an issue that like, is no, there nothing no. else that One, you need to be solving? No. One prostitution should there's very very mixed opinions on this one prostitution should just be legalized because then you can regulate it you know then you can regulate it and then you can have like make sure they're using condoms make sure it's being safe make sure it's being it's being legit you know yeah. because if if you're using a prostitute i'm sure in this case you'd rather go to a legit prostitute than a not legit one because you don't want to get disease and you don't want to get XYZ, you know? Right, right. So there's that, one. But two, it, there is a weird sort of misogynist thing where the women often, you know, get the book thrown at them for being prostitutes, but the Johns always, almost all the time, get off, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't mean to make that joke. They, they well, get away. I- I mean, that has a lot to do with money. Like, the women that are doing this kind of work generally are doing it because they need money, and the men that are uh, doing this are generally doing it because they have the money to pay for it, right? Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's a transaction between adults. I think it should be legalized. But then also, if it is against the law, the Johns is like very low percentage get uh, convicted or arrested or anything. Now, on the, going on, though, for drunk driving... And for this stuff or anything like this, public shaming like this, I think, should be wrong because you are essentially violating that person's presumed innocence yeah. until he well, goes to due process. That's a good point. Like, this is upon arrest, not upon conviction, right? So yeah. you're arrested for something. That doesn't mean that you necessarily did it. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't mean you necessarily did it. Who knows what happened? Remember that story that we did a few weeks ago about the about the guy who worked with um, special needs children? Mm-hmm. And he took the special needs child to the restroom at a beach while they were doing a sting operation. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they arrested him and put his name in the paper and his picture, and he lost his job. And he was doing nothing. They were just taking a special needs kid to the bathroom. Right. You know? Yeah, and I mean – I've I've also heard stories of people just being kind of in the wrong place at the wrong time that I mean I don't know that that shouldn't get you you know publicly shamed either I don't know it's just kind of weird I don't know that this is really where a police department should be giving tons of attention like I agree yeah. with that too go on go, there's Real so crime. much crime going on why are you worrying about this right 
Um, well, I don't know. What else in L.A.? Is that what are those your stories? No. All right. So Claremont High School out here in California, Southern California, they were taking their senior class photo. You know, like the ones where like, all the kids go out there wearing the same color and they take. Oh yeah. It's like they hold them. Like a big group shot. Yeah. And they were doing their senior high school pick, and sixteens on uh, on the day of the picture decided to hold up a Confederate flag. Oh God. And then someone tweeted the picture. And okay. so it's caused this big uproar. Um, the kids have since been disciplined and con- counseled. They're not being expelled, but they've been disciplined. No one, and we don't know what they did to them. Mike Lawson, what are your thoughts on the use of the Confederate flag? Is it racist? Is it, cause, you know, people will say, like, it's not, it's not a big deal. I just, you know, the Confederate flag. Well, I think that's one issue. But also, like, are you allowed to hold up other flags? I don't because, know the flag policies. Of... Like, I wonder if, like, you're allowed to hold things up and, like, this is an issue of them holding this specific item up or if it's that they're not allowed to hold things up at all. Kids are stupid and kids do stupid things. And not that I would have ever held up a Confederate flag, but I'm sure I could have done something. No, you would have held up, like, a Les Miserables flag. Like, you would have been, like, Gavroche sitting on the shoulders, like, just waving a big flag. Yeah, I don't know. What what do you think about the Confederate flag and its use at Claremont High School? It's one of these things where, like, it's kind of like the debate about uh, blackface, right? Uh, remember a long time yeah. ago there was yeah, a yeah, debate yeah. when that chick dressed as the crazy eyes from from um, Orange yeah. is the New Black? Yeah. And it's one of these things where I don't, I really don't think that Julianne Huff was meant anything bad by it. I think she was just really trying to dress like this character. The character has dark skin, and was just trying to emulate that, right? I don't think sure. she was trying to be like, "Look at me, I'm dressed like a Negro," you know. But, um, and the same thing could be true here, which is because there, I mean, the people said they don't know if the kids were like being funny or if this was like something serious because if you look at the picture all the kids are wearing red shirts mm-hmm. so i could see dumb high school kids going oh, it'll be so funny if we put the confederate flag because that's red you know yeah and but the point is you just have to realize like just don't do that shit it hurts people's feelings like yeah. they take it whether they're taking it the wrong way or not it's just retarded to do that sure so don't like do blackface it. like whether you think it's racist or not society thinks it's racist and therefore you shouldn't do it. Yeah, well, Julian Huff is a person of a celebrity person, and it's going to be, and especially nowadays, even if you're not famous, that stuff just gets around, and people just hate on you. And same thing with the Confederate flag. Now, with the Confederate flag, yes, the Confederate flag in and of itself is not racist, but it is symbolic of a time when people were oppressed and lynched, and it's a symbol of that time. The same thing with, like, would you put up a Nazi flag? Right. You know? Yeah. It's just it's 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 just it's strangely too soon, you know. So yeah. no, I think it's totally dumb. But I, you're right. High school kids do stupid shit because right. um, I guess the, some school official is saying that you know he's worked there for 15 years and he's never heard about there being any kind of obsession with the Confederacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the kids were like, "No, this was a history project. We're big fans of Stonewall Jackson." <laughs> you know, like what if they were saying stuff like that? Or the opposite, like your history teacher failed them because they <laughs> they have no idea what it means. They're all white kids that did it, by the way. They, oh, I see, have you seen the picture? Yeah. They're all like bro-y white kids. Yeah. So, cool. So, do you did, did anyone ever do anything stupid like that when you were in school? 
I don't think so. One of the big like controversies that we had was um the you know the the 420 nonsense like how it is a symbol of like oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 so mm-hmm. like before like our school administration knew that the like student council was putting uh what time is it 420 like on all these like posters like banners that they would do at football games and everything and it was on everything and then the administration somehow caught on that was that was it really there was also a really gross senior prank where I was probably a sophomore where seniors uh, bought baby chickens and put them all over campus. Everywhere, Joe. Like in the trash cans. So there were like dead chickens dying all over our campus. Ew, that gross. It's pretty gross. No. So what else is up? That's it. That's all I have. What do you got going on next week? Um, I'm going to finish up this Breaking Bad. I got yeah. about five episodes left. Um, that's it. Whatever really, happened? Joe? Whatever happened with Game of Thrones? I never got into it. I don't. I don't know. I just saw this movie Noah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, piece of shit! It was like very beautiful. This mm-hmm. is how I feel about uh, Game of Thrones so far. Like beautiful, and like mm-hmm. you could just sit and watch it and not even listen to what people are saying, and like mm-hmm. there's a lot to see, but. I don't know. Something it just doesn't grab me, and like the story doesn't do it for me for some reason. Oh, I got super into Game of Thrones. I swallowed it up in like four days. I'm like, it's sad on because episode two. There's this so. video. Maybe yeah. Maybe you should give it a few more episodes. But there was this video I wanted to send to you, but it had a lot of spoilers in it, where they mashed up Game of Thrones and House of Cards. Oh yeah, I saw, I didn't see the video, but I I mean we probably read the same blogs. So yeah, but it. the guy on there does a crazy good impression of Kevin Spacey. Oh, I should maybe check it out. Um, but like, uh, yeah, it's like really, really good. Um, but okay, what's so going want, on in your world? I have nothing on the books yet, but you know what I do have on the books? Oh, on Wednesday. On Wednesday, we're doing a live show. Okay, on Pride48.com. Pride48.com at eight thirty p.m. Pacific. Go over to Pride48.com. Get in the chat room, listen to us live. We're going to have callers. You can call in the show, even though I think we get the phone number that day. So look on the Facebook page, and I guess on Pride48.com we'll also announce that you can call into the show. If you've ever wanted to talk to me, if you ever want to talk to Mike, you can call into the show and talk to us. Yeah, and uh, a lot of this episode will never make it to iTunes or Stitcher. So this is uh, time... This is content that you won't be able to see or hear anywhere else. Yeah, completely bonus episode. Yeah, pride48.com. It should be good. Yeah. Anything else, Mike? Um, I think that's it. All right. Well, when, as we've stated before, Mike and I don't really speak anymore outside of the, of the show. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so. All right. Yep. Are you going to say anything else? No, just... Okay, then close it up. Go to hell, Mike. (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. 
or call our listener line at 510 239 7798. Um, yeah, I mean, um, uh, um, 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 um